Hey folks, it's Ben here with just a quick heads up. I'm throwing a CW content warning at the top of this episode as we uh, discuss uh, self-harm and uh, suicide because uh, that's one of the plots of this episode. Okay. Welcome to the Last Best Babylon 5 podcast. This is an episode-by-episode episode recap show, and we are making our way through the beloved 1990s television series, Home Improvement? Uh, uh, just kidding, folks. Of course, it's Babylon 5. Could you imagine Last Best Home, uh, Last Best Home Improvement podcast? So that'd be pretty fun, I think. Now. Here on the last, there it is. That's everyone at home thinking about us talking about home improvement for three years because there was a million episodes. Now, two of the Babylon boys here on the program have never seen Babylon Five before, but not this one. This Babylon boy is Babylon Boy Ben. Hello, Ben. Hi, everybody. It's me, Babylon Boy Ben, and I'm delighted to talk about today's episode. Ben also runs the soundboard, so we'll see what happens when someone else gets introduced. And let's introduce myself then and see what happens. I am Babylon Boy Steve. And I am... No, see, that's not what I would have chosen. Uh, I have never seen Babylon 5 before. I've also never seen this classic 2004 American action comedy buddy film, Agent Cody Banks 2, Destination London, starring... TV's Frankie Muniz. Never seen it. Now, here's the last Babylon boy. He's never seen Babylon 5 before. He's probably also never seen Agent Cody Banks 2, Destination London. It's Babylon boy Sean. <laughs> All right. Fair enough. Uh, thank you. Uh, yeah, I have not. Um, I've never seen Babylon 5 before. Excited to talk about it. Uh, mm -hmm. No, I, have, I haven't seen uh, any of the Agent Cody Banks films uh well, there's two despite uh you know yeah exactly well the, neither film i have not seen the first one or the second one do you want to uh, after this do you want to just watch load no, up you want to you want to come really. over and watch it i Let's just do really. a double feature hey one you just want to come over and watch it i or watch them? not not you know not really i i don't really uh i i got I a big really couch like we it. could all sit on it i'm just gonna say with all due respect that i do not feel like watching uh either agent cody banks film let alone both uh in sequence one, one after the other you know sean uh, know. i've got a whirly pop i could make some really great popcorn are you guys like into these movies like are you uh like, i've, I've oh, never seen it i've never seen it we can all watch it yeah we can watch it together <laughs> so you've never so have you have you steve have you seen the first agent cody banks that's privileged information that's privileged information <laughs> I, don't, sean. I don't know why Sean, Would that damage privilege. your reputation in some way? Sean, yeah. we have things uh, to do. Please, thank you. Today, yeah. we are discussing the Babylon 5 episode, Day of the Dead, in which a bunch of horny ghosts show up on Babylon 5, yeah. and two famous magicians show up and don't do any magic. Swing! Swing! Well, they do a certain kind of magic, you could say. <laughs> but the magic of humor. <laughs> yeah i'm laughing they just do, thinking about them they do they're I, I the most magical our, thing they could do uh i can imagine our libertarian listeners being like well they're uh 
they're comedian magicians, so yeah. well, their magic is the they're they're destroying lies. They're and they, they disappear. Love the constitution. Yeah, they are. Uh but before we get into that, Benjamin, I think we have some business today, don't we? Yeah, we got a lot of we got a lot of business. What business would you like to start with, Steve? We Let's got start a lot with the Ben manages our he's our Babylon uh, uh, mailman. So what what came through the Babylon mailbox? All right, let's check the Babylon Five mailbox. Last best Babylon or last best B five at gmail.com. Let's check it out. All right, today in the mailbox we have an email from our friend Adam. Adam. The subject line of the the email says, "Today's episode made me cry." Oh no. Yeah. And then uh, the body of uh, the, the email, ellipsis, tears of joy. Oh. Oh, okay. I was gonna say, I don't know what would make you cry on this. So Thank you, Adam. What episode uh, is? This so uh, the the episode that just came out when we're recording this gives you a sense of where we is uh, uh, the third episode of the season, uh, the fifth season. And uh, Adam here put it in bold, season five, episode three, hyphen, Byro Baldy. <laughs> Great Finally, episode. someone appreciates the magnificence and transcendent <laughs> beauty of Byron. Yes. This man, nay, he is more than a man. Yeah, this sure demigod, is. this paragon, yeah. Stands yes. above all other heroes on the show, save perhaps the one who was. Why has he been so <laughs> maligned over the decades? It is jealousy, I say. The fanboys, the, in quotes, Marcuses out there. Yeah. Yes. Could yeah. not stand to even breathe the same rarefied air. Yes. Yes. I raise now, my sweats is, uh, to the, yeah. uh, to you three and say thank you for your crusade. And crusade was in now, all, in, in. Uh, a proper noun it was a reference to i have only recently discovered you, that uh myron uh, myron excuse me myron byron uh myron. god help me for saying that wrong byron yeah. has been maligned uh over i, I i'm, I'm gonna be honest yeah. um i'm gonna be honest here i i kept that that was that was an evil scheme <laughs> Uh, I kept, and uh, I kept that I from just, you because because I don't understand. Yes. Do people not know romance and love in their life? Do Look, people uh, just hate the beautiful mysteries of of a, a true mind freak? Uh, we uh, I don't understand. We're new to this show. Sean and I have never seen the show before. We also don't know any of them. This, be- uh, this is the best character on the show. We we so. don't know any of the 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 the, the fan reactions. <laughs> we don't know this stuff. So when people are like, we love Marcus, we're like, what the hell's wrong with you people? And then when people say, we hate Byron, same thing. What the, the hell's hell? wrong with you people? What's wrong with you? You got you eyes in your head? head? He's a you magician. Got a you got a heart in your chest? This man is incredible. I would live Adam, with him. Adam, thank you for Yeah, thank you, Adam, email. for, yeah, yeah, yeah. And people, standing up for to, what's Apparently right. we need to reclaim Byron for, from a, a bitter fan base. This fan base uh, has got... Get your head straight. I just want everyone to, if you were a long time Babylon 5 fan, go fuck You're yourself. Wrong. You're Kiss wrong. my ass. <laughs> I want to talk directly to What's that line? Here. What's that line from Twin fuck Peaks you. about like, uh, you know, fix your heart? Yeah, fix your heart or, or die. Or die. Yeah, uh, and that's, about- I apply that to Byron. Absolutely. Let Byron, if you hate Byron, that's, you're, that's a deficiency in yourself that you, you have not dealt with. You have to accept Byron into your life. 
the way uh you know like it is is it similar to like uh like you were being indoctrinated by a cult leader yes the answer is yes just accept it join his cult i've joined i'm in byron's you, little you've taken cult. the byron pill yes i've taken the I I'm, i've been byron pilled since the the moment he showed up on screen and said the most insane thing I've ever heard anyone say. <laughs> Swing. Which was something about like you are lost in the woods and or some kind of bullshit. I don't even remember what it was. It was the most fucked up thing I'd ever heard anyone say. And it was his first line. And I was Adam, like, this guy, you. this guy's it. This is this is the guy. This is he's got the juice, folks. Adam, Adam, I'm, I'm calling you. I'm making this I'm making the call. Yeah. Adam, I'm making you an honorary Babylon boy today. So Byron, you, Byron wow. is the babe Ruth of Babylon 5. Wow. <laughs> you know, game recognizes game, and I, yeah. I, I recognize you, Adam. Thank you for the email. Folks, if you want to send us an email, lastbestb5 at gmail.com. Yeah. Now, Ben, we also have a little bit more business. I oh, we heard do? That we, yeah, I heard we have a bit of exciting news from our friends at Schweppes. Is this uh, the new, oh, new Schweppes segment? Yeah, know. it's the brand new Schweppes segment. Now... <clears throat> I hear that something really amazing happened. Uh, oh, is, what, is that, yeah, is what, that true? Is that is that is that true, Steve? Of course. Did something well, remarkable happen? Something did happen. I, I didn't want to talk about it. Sean, have you heard this? Sean, have you heard this? It was I'm all just, over I'm the just news. Just waiting for this fucking segment to be over. Sean, did you hear this? No. It was all over something the news. Something crazy did happen to me, which was that I'm just muting myself. A couple of years ago, in 2008. The Japanese Asahi group uh -huh. bought Schweppes Australia from Cadbury. That's an incredible, you know, uh, Steve. That's a fun Schweppes fact. Enough with this dilly-dallying. Thank you, Sean, for, uh, you know, not contributing. Um, yeah. We'll have to talk after this. <sighs> we have some things to say. We, we have a mandatory meeting after this recording. Uh, but today, talking us through Day of the Dead, our Jim Henson's The Storyteller is Ben. So take it away, Ben. I can't wait to talk about Day of the Dead. All right, uh, here I am. It's uh, me, Ben, uh, our uh, Jim Henson's The Storyteller on Day of the Dead, written by J. Mu what? 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 Not? What? This what? Is, this has to be uh, top 10 shocks <laughs> of uh, uh, my experience watching this show is not only... Yeah, not only... Yeah, I'm uh, saying that. <laughs> uh, uh, that it wasn't JMS... But who it, who was, it was instead of JMS? I was, I was, I was shocked. Excuse me. Uh, this was a uh, this put me this threw me through a fucking loop. I uh, saw the name pop up. I was like, wait, hold, wait, what? <laughs> this is all right. <coughs> well, well, let's let's address this now. So I don't know why Neil, or how this happened. Is why it's I by Neil Neil Gaiman, and of it course. also like the guest the Neil Gaiman. big big t uh, guest stars Penn and Teller. Yes, and, this and that's is a probably first... like. Face you see is Penn Jillette in this. The yeah, first yeah. fucking face you see. Like up there. I was is. like, what the fuck is happening in this show? Something. Like, who's this who's this giant libertarian? Oh, and, it's, it's Penn Jillette. And this is probably like the peak of like this is before like bullshit is going to go on the air in like a year or two, I think. Like uh uh but we're this is like Penn and Teller actually, were, were everywhere. Bullshit, I think was about like five years off from this. Okay. Actually. Like Penn and Teller like were, were everywhere. Penn yeah. was the the voice of Comedy Central for a long time in the oh, 90s. Oh, was it? I don't even remember that. Jesus. I yeah. saw they were all they were on the Muppets. They were on uh, Sabrina the Teenage Witch. I yeah, remember yeah, them yeah. showing up 
a lot back then. Yeah, I'm also I'm a... just gonna say this now. Uh uh Pendula is not a good actor. <laughs> <laughs> this was uh shortly He's after fine. they had that insane uh, no. C D ROM game that was not related. Oh, yeah. so it was a C D game. Yeah, it was a it has a yeah. Is it CD or like 32x? I think, I think it's I, I, I think it's yeah. I think it's Sega CD. Uh huh. The main thing I know, I, yeah, Desert Bus is the most famous thing from it, but then it also has a part where it's like the unwinnable level, and you don't even play as it. It's just like Penn and Teller walking down the street, and then Lou Reed shows up, <laughs> and then like kills them with lasers, <laughs> and then he. It's they also show a, there's like they a, show a clip a we segment. can yeah. Yeah, where they make fun of uh, Hillary Clinton for being oh, like anti-video game violence. I, if yes. I recall correctly, uh, well, at least the whole thing is, is there's there's a lot of the for gamers. Yeah, there's a lot of that. It is a you know it's it's a pro gamers game, and that's why they wouldn't release it. Yeah, yeah, you know. Anyway, because, so yeah. uh, yeah, so so uh, Penn walks right into the docks, and uh, the the <laughs> oh the guy God. like he's got a big bag. And uh, the guy's like, uh, excuse me. I have nothing to declare, my dear man, except my genius. And I have nothing to declare except Remo's genius either. Now, uh, this is, uh, is, is, folks, this is comedy. This is comedy. Now, I was thrilled because I think in a previous episode, I said we're going to see Rebo and Zooty at some point. And here we are. So... We did. I gotta I know what the fuck is happening. I gotta know what the fuck is wrong with this, with 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 twenty two sixty two in in the Babylon Five world. Okay, <laughs> they only have one. They only have one. Apparently, one comedian act that well, exists. Yeah, yeah. I was gonna say there's it's two. For, <laughs> it is Rebo it's a double and Zuni. act. It is Everyone a double. Loves them. The, the, are are they? Did they like? So what happened? Did they like regress <laughs> mentally to like the 1930s where like vaudeville? Look, no, look, and Sean, what the listen, fuck is listen, going on? I was laughing the whole time. Sean, what listen. the fuck is happening? Have the way people ever... talk about humor in this, it feels like like Mitt Romney wrote this episode. Have you ever What the heard... fuck is going on? What the Have you fuck ever... is happening? This Boomers is so talking about weird, man. This is so fucking weird. This is the have you ever heard about Boomers Sean talking about SNL and you're just like yeah, King yeah. Tut? like what? <laughs> oh, he, he, it's Steve Martin. He dresses yeah, yeah, up yeah. like King Tut yeah. and he sings a song. It's like what? Yeah. They're they're like yeah, you know, Jim Belushi. And then they dress up like the bees. They, they're they're just like bees. bees. Jim Belushi oh, yeah, okay. was dressed up like a samurai. Uh-huh. Yeah, and then he. Uh-huh. Or you see and like an he, old, uh, or you, you see like an old thing where just someone mentions weed and the entire audience like it's this like huge release because it's the first time yeah, someone said that on right. television before, so it's like a huge laugh. I, I mean, describing humor is often very uh, well. It takes, I, it's it takes important out of the. But this, but this feels it. older than that. This feels it's, like it's shit important. from like the 1920s. I'm sorry. It's important. Uh, uh, you know, it's important that JMS recognize he's like you know i want to have an episode with rebo and zooty but i Uh recognize i'm not that funny jms humor people have started to tell me so i'm gonna hand it off to somebody that (laughs) is renowned for his humor neil gaiman the master of comedy (laughs) neil gaiman did he not know any like comedy writers I'm telling you. Well, he, just, he, he has one. It's Neil Gaiman. Get Robert, he no, couldn't Gaiman. get Robert Smigel to come in and do some <laughs> Triumph stuff. Punch it, punch it up. That would have been great. Stack. Get Brian <laughs> Stack. Get Brian yeah, Husky. Yeah, get the just the Conan writers that come in. And the, 
Oh my god. Right, anyway, Holy so shit. Uh, yeah, and then uh, uh, Zudi says Zudi Zuzu, uh, of course, because it's Teller. <laughs> He's got a little robot called the machine. Uh, we do yeah, not. Yeah, he doesn't uh, speak. Yeah. All right, great. Now uh, we get a little cutaway of Lockley Sheridan and Garibald having a walk and talk. Uh, and they're like, oh, yeah, these uh, religious Brakiri uh, want to, like, uh, get a part of the station. And, and one of the Brakiri is listening to them ominously. All right. Then yeah. Londo is in the zone. Have we Zoke seen them and, before, the uh, they, I think they've I'm probably sure been a background. Yeah. Then uh, Londo is in the Zoke, and uh, he's talking with a guy selling junk. Uh, I think this is another Brakiri. <laughs> And uh, the the guy's like, well, uh, you know, this is very exciting. You're going to be the next emperor. That's that's really cool. That's cool. Have some garbage. Have some and, candy. Uh, it's been a while. You know, we're once again we're back to the the first season. Uh, here's just some trash. Uh, <laughs> hey, here's a crappy prop that's made of garbage. Uh, this is. Do you want it? And he's like, no. You know, this episode. Like, no, 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 take this it. episode has season one energy, but also something else. Well, <laughs> it's season one energy because it's not written by JMS. Yes, it, 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 I mean yeah, that in that regard, yes. But but even like, by Daddy, those standards, come back. even by those standards, I've you know this is a this is a this is a trip. Truly. Anyway, so uh, then uh, what 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 happens is uh, the guy's like, well, you know, it's the, the day of the dead coming up. Uh, who would you like to meet from the past? And Londo's like, uh, the first uh, emperor, I think. The guy's yeah, I don't like, think he right. really. It wasn't a very personal answer. He's just like, yeah, whatever. First emperor. Some, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, and the guy's like, all right, well, may the comet help you tonight. Uh, today is the day of the dead, and uh, the dead will return. All right, great. We get the opening. Uh, fabulous. And now, uh, guess who fabulous is opening. visiting? He's back, my friends. He's back. Incel or uh, Volcel Lanier. Oh yes, or, what no, just Incel in time for this episode. <laughs> for, and uh, for he's uh, between uh, training cycles. He's here for the Day of the Dead yeah. because, uh, you know, he loves the idea of contemplating the dead. And also he heard some strange stories. Yeah. But He's uh, in between uh, semen retention cycles. So yeah. uh, he has a question, though, for Delenn. Your partner, he's well. My husband. <laughs> yeah, oh, my God. Your, that was so fucking business, weird. Your business partner? That was so weird. Mask off. Mask just, off. That was very he's, uh, weird. He's not well. Uh, what a no, sad man. This guy what is so fucking up. This guy, this guy is fucked up beyond beyond help. This is where uh, we're we're in a, it's it's sad. It's 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 now it's sad. Like, you know, uh, after the motorcycle uh, kind of fell apart. Yeah. He could have just what what if he came back and he like came back on his motorcycle and he's like, I've I've joined a a, a crew of boys. You know, JMS loves those I'm riding boys down the on galaxy and I've, so. and I've I've found a gang of uh of space uh motorcycle dudes and yeah. we're, we're hauling ass across the galaxy. That would have been great. I would have been so happy for Lanier. Uh yeah, he's, but, a, he's uh, a space trucker now. What about yeah, that? yeah. Oh, I'd love it if he was a space trucker. Yeah, I'm just hauling. And I'm just hauling through the galaxy. trucking by now. Deep Purple every time he shows up. <laughs> um, but uh, sadly, no, he is. Uh, no, he's just it, doing. He's just working out a lot. He's a ranger, and he's like, wow, I you're working imagine, out a lot. I can't imagine he's a particularly good one, right? Like, he's, I don't, I don't, he's, like I've seen him fight have before. We, have he's, he's has he fought We've seen him. He held up uh, Marcus by by the neck. That's true. He's tough. He's yeah, strong. Yeah, he's beating up some. some I know. Guys. It's he's just beating up I, some dudes. It just you know, it's just there's something missing there anyway delenn's partner i mean husband uh he's hosting uh a cocktail party for rebo and zudi and lanier <laughs> lanier's really like what? Fucking oh, lanier. 
Of course. It's like, I love those guys. They're so love, funny. Yeah. I love Rebo. Yeah. I love Zudi. I love their humor where... Oh um, my God! We'll get into it. How the oh, you know who uh, JMS should have called in instead of uh, Neil Gaiman? Uh, he should have uh, 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 pulled in uh, someone who you know really understood uh, comedy uh, because there's all this discussion in this episode of like what comedy really means. He should have yeah. pulled in to write this episode. Aaron Sorkin. Wow. Aaron Sorkin. You folks. know he probably could have gotten uh, Bill Maher to show up for this. Uh, wouldn't it uh, have been funny easily. if it was uh bill all right all right so uh uh rebo is uh bill maher and then who would be Zudi? uh gilbert godfrey yeah i've liked joe gilbert godfrey fuck you <laughs> oh i didn't joe know this had to be ben's approved list of wow. uh, 90s comedians dude wow well, i was gonna uh, say ben shapiro <laughs> yeah sure sure he was a <laughs> child i'm sure well, but joe uh, rogan well, we're we're well, and Joe Rogan was in Joe Rogan. Radio. He was. Yeah, just they should just get uh, the, uh, the Adam Carolla and uh, Jimmy Kimmel, the, the original Man oh, Show. The original yes, Man Show. Came, what if they did a little version of the Man Show on Babylon Five? Now that would that would shake. <laughs> I mean, up. it would probably be just as horny as this episode was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's true. Um. Anyway, so now, yeah, uh, Sheridan's giving a, a big speech. Uh, and uh, he has a <laughs> scroll to give Rebo and Zudi the this final was, scroll. This was this was a tribute. So it's like they're giving like, like what a. What is this? It's, like, it's like a, a a tribute to humor. Like <laughs> it's like it's they, like they, they love the this... humor of Rebo and Zudi. What, what was he awarding them? With the <laughs> it was know. called the Freedom a... of Babylon Five. It was a little scroll. And it, it was called a scroll. The Freedom what of Babylon. What does 5. that mean? What is that? I think that... he made it up to get Rebo and Zudi there because he's just a fan. I just love your comedy. He All gave right, them so, the freedom. Okay. Yeah. He. Okay. So now, uh, uh, then uh, they uh, they go up and they do a, a bunch of bits, and this is very Tim and Eric, <laughs> just do. which is to say they do a bunch of bits, and everyone is laughing except for Lockley, except Lockley. which I think is yes. I think that's a good gag. That's actually yeah, that something was, I yeah. enjoy. Yeah. The bits were Lockley just them flipping like their her. hats. Yeah, it was stuff. literally just them just moving their hats around. And everyone's just pissing their pants. That's yeah, that's yeah. not the It's the... like, oh, well, you know, Penn is a big man and, and Teller is a small man. Yeah, and, and they their have hats funny hats are, are differently yeah. uh different sizes. Now, that's yeah. funny. This is now th stuff. this is when the name popped up, written by. Yeah. And it's Neil Gaiman. <laughs> now, this is when you want. It, your it name. was like this is the scene like where you want your name a, credit to show up. This is like I was having a, a fever <laughs> hallucination. I'm like, oh, Penn and Teller are doing hat tricks that are not fun. Everyone's laughing their ass off, and then I see Neil Gaiman. I'm like, wait, am yeah, I? Did I die? Am I doing, alive right now? Why aren't they um, doing like some magic and shit? Like, Ben, do you know well, how this not? came to be? I. I'm, I mean, I assume that I think they're friends. I, I, I mean, I don't. Yeah, I, I believe they're friends. Like in Babylon Five, uh, was was uh, I think it was bigger in the UK. Though I think Neil was probably in the US at that point. These like, were the the luminaries anyway. of nerd humor uh, in the late nineties. But, but like, yeah, I mean, they had Penn and Teller and they had Scott Adams. They had all the hit, all the big ones. But, but yeah. like Neil Neil Gaiman is like a big nerd deal as is jms yep. i should yes. like if they didn't already know each other like jms is like i don't know if he'd already started writing comics or stuff like that but they probably yeah. already 
just knew each other by being big fucking nerd guys in the 90s uh yeah. well, like all right that's that you know I, I i believe that they are are like i i, I think hope they uh, are professional acquaintances and certain like i think they might even be friends i don't know i hope todd mcfarlane gets to write an episode pretty soon then that'd be pretty badass um but yeah i mean this is this is this is a real this is a a, a treat for all the fans this is probably the most as 90s as the show gets that it's like wow neil gaiman and penn and shocking like it's 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 genuinely shocking thank you tnt and they visit disney world (laughs) what uh... oh my god it's uh uh it was it uh bob eisner who's the eisner yeah that was in charge Uh, michael eisner mike michael eisner hello yeah hello londo why don't you come on mr toad's wild ride (laughs) and be sure to watch tarzan coming out this summer uh (laughs) home improvement on am on abc yeah um so (laughs) anyway lockley is so bored and she hates their comedy uh and you know why left in uh in the the show notes on uh, the lurkers guy jms says that like someone asked, is it were, were people actually laughing? Were they acting laughing? And JMS said it was a mix of both. And it's are like, these actors acting? No, it was it was all acting, my friend. Uh, uh, unless unless there was a gas leak. Um, uh, so now uh, Lockley runs into uh, some Brakiri. They give uh, or they're in her her meeting room. It's the Brakiri uh, ambassador, and uh, they're like. You know, here's a gift. Here's uh, some skull candy. Uh, uh, not the the headphones, nice. just a, a candy skull. Mm-hmm. Um, and, they, but they uh, did give her the headphones after it, though. Yes. Mm-hmm. And uh, they're like, all right, well, we want to buy Babylon 5. And, and she's like, well, <laughs> uh, we can't do that. Just uh, for, we'll give back. It's, it's like, come on. We, prom- we promise give back it's just for and, one crazy night. And then and then she's like, well, I guess maybe an exception could be made. But but then she has an important question for them. Just my own personal curiosity. Um, it's the day of the dead, but it takes place at night. The Kiriar <laughs> night dwelling. Oh, yeah, great. You, All right. Perfect. Okay, thank I'm you. Glad they, uh, I'm glad you they call it. Uh, Everyone's grilled. Uh, steamed <laughs> so, clams. And it's obviously grilled. You hear that? Yeah. The forum, you forum freaks. Episode explains questions and explains <laughs> itself this yeah. is the start of like i'm gonna say a yeah. third of this episode is people apologizing for the premise of this episode you know neil gaiman really uh <laughs> it's you know there's a lot of jms shit in this uh in well this it's the well, neil, he, he, neil yeah. probably i this is and i have no inside knowledge here and don't tell me if this is true i don't care uh, is that Neil is like, all right, uh, you know, yeah. uh, Jay Michael, I have this great idea. You know, we'll yeah. we'll be able to bring back all of our favorite dead characters. And JMS mm-hmm. is like, oh, like Lord Rifa, yeah. uh, uh, no, and no, uh, no, Petrov, and he's like, no, no, Nagrath. Nagrath is not dead. Nagrath is not dead. He will be back. But he then he goes, all right, well. But uh, and then JMS says to to Neil, Warren it's Kaffer? like, well, you know, I try to to run, you know, really like uh, I try to have all the science right for this show. I try <laughs> to have all the science. The only thing I allow is uh, techno mages and souls. And uh-huh. uh, and Neil's like, oh well, don't worry, I'll I'll I'll, I'll cover it. I'll make it so uh, it's all taken care of. And JMS is like, great, thanks. Uh, yeah. <laughs> sure. 
was Neil Gaiman like, we need to bring, I, it is my goal to bring Warren Keffer back. And JMS was like, no, you piece of shit. I have you a great premise. He's dead. He's you a to say skeleton. Goodbye to Warren Keffer in a respectful way. No. The only way you can show Warren Keffer is if we're pissing on his mouth. That's the Neil, only way we show him. Neil was watching yesterday's Enterprise at home where it had this, you know, great Denise Crosby return. And she's like, um, you know, that, know, that scene where she's like, I think I... You know, yeah. I died in a really senseless way, and maybe this will, you know, bring meaning to yeah, me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, Neil's like, "Ooh, oh, we need I, one of those for Kevin." Yeah, I think it. This might be oh, good for oh, Babylon for Five. I think I think. Yeah. <laughs> Neil Gaiman uh, watched the film Thrashing with. Uh, All right, here we go. Robert oh, yeah, here we go. As the vil- as a villainous. Uh, let's let's take a little uh, a, a little side here, uh, uh, Ben and Sean. Uh, uh, uh talk about uh, the movies I, I just i i just i just I'm just we, we watched and sean at the movies uh we were called thrashing it's a skateboarding film and robert warren keffer was in it and he's the villain in it he's the the yeah okay we, sorry we don't need this we don't need a whole segment i'm just i'm just breaking it up anyway it was very good i give it one thumb up uh from me uh uh, uh robert wrestler is opposite yeah. who, Sean? uh josh brolin yeah it's josh brolin wow sexy young josh brolin extremely weird he's like he looks like he's like 18 years old like yeah i missed this and with uh and uh his villain is warren keffer the villain is Warren. i do love i love warren keffer and he's just and i'll tell you you want to see skateboarding in a film this film is almost nothing but skateboarding it's one very cool it's one of the greatest movies i've ever seen in my life so, uh, uh, it is definitely recommended. Yeah. Uh, check it out. Well, oh, and uh, Sherilyn Fenn is also in it. Uh, oh yeah, Sherilyn Fenn from, has a very uh, small Peaks role. Yeah. Is also in it. Let film. me. Uh, let me. And Tony Hawk is in there. Tony well, Hawk you, and Tony. Steve Caballero are also both in there. Incredible. Uh, oh, and you know who else is in it? Red Hot Chili Peppers. Oh, and the red. Yeah, the, the very important oh, okay. scene well, featuring I, I... 1986 era, freaky styly era Red Hot Chili Peppers with the late great. Hillel Slovak still alive and with us. Well, if uh, there was a Day of the Dead, I'd want Hillel Slovak to. Yeah, we all want Hillel Slovak. Slovak to come back. All right, all right, all right. Listeners, I'm, I'm making this promise to you. All this right, will Pete. not be the last time we talk about Warren Keffer in this episode. Great. All right. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. So then uh, 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 Jakar runs in and he's like, please do not allow them uh, to, to do this. This is stupid. It's bad. <laughs> and Lockley is like, uh, excuse me. Uh, what about the Declaration of Principles that you wrote? And Jakar's like, "Oh, you defeated me no. with facts and logic." Uh, oh, yeah. ah, ah, ah. And then he he slithers away. <laughs> um. Then uh, we have a, a Burkiri guy talking with Garibald. He's like, uh, "I just want you to know, I'm drawing this uh, line here, yeah. like an old sitcom." Yeah. It says, on this side, on this side, it's Burkiri. On yeah. this side, it's Babylon yeah, this Five. Was, uh, yeah. And on this side, it's Brakiri. Yeah, he does yeah. this bit. Oh like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's uh... look, boy. Now I'm in Australia. Yeah, I, I literally in America, Australia, America. I get it, Dad. Yeah. Here in America, yeah. we don't tolerate that kind of crap, yeah. sir. Here in Brakiri. Yeah. Here on that was, It was like crap. that. It was imagine that bit, but if it didn't have a joke at the end. But it wasn't. <laughs> I don't know. I think funny. Neil Gaiman is one of the funniest writers <laughs> working they today. Got some, they should have got punch up from the Simpsons writing room. Mm. They should have got John Schwartzwell to come in. 
<laughs> yeah, at least a little bit of comedy. Yeah, I think the, the I think the, the the Seinfeld writers were about to uh, be done, so uh, could they couldn't bring them in? Get a little. Yeah. Uh... They were too busy working on Duckman. Oh yeah, they're getting ready. For, yeah, yeah. Sorry. <laughs> of course, they couldn't get so, the. Uh, they're gonna get the uh, the Space Ghost writers room to come in. And, uh, yeah, get Evan Dorkin in there. Um, yeah. So get Andy Merrill. Uh, Gar- Garibald's house is in the Brakiri space, and he's like, "I'm gonna go he into my care room." At all. He's like, I don't, "Whatever." I don't like, give a shit just, about your kooky crap. I I, I need gotta to I need go to, to bed. I need to watch. I gotta my, take my shirt off and sleep. I yeah, I gotta take Dodgers my shirt off go so everyone sleep. gets to enjoy a yeah, nice shirtless. Snack. Yeah, I better not um, see Dodger today. That's what I, I won't. I won't that. see uh, an officially as voted by the Last Best Babylon Five uh, uh, hosts uh-huh. uh, consensus. Yep. Uh, sex person season two Dodger not tonight yeah, and um wow. uh then uh he goes into his room and a guy walks by with a a big stick with a gong on it and we see like there's a close-up of like a like a Mexican Day of the Dead skull um uh-huh. and then uh Ben I, I have a quick question though yeah what's up why is it called Day of the Dead when it's at night oh, well uh you know what <laughs> It's such anyway, a it's so, such an unnecessary. Why not just uh, call it Night of the Dead? Oh, I guess that's the uh, well. It has a better shit? cadence. Yeah, no, it's like who gives well, a fuck? Right. It's like it's just a completely unnecessary. Since when has JMS cared like, about the cadence of language? You hear some well, of the stuff no, but that he Neil, has he's a writer. He's uh, true. doing is, Sandman. Neil he's doing Neverwhere. Yeah. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. He is. The, yeah, you know. All right, got me there. <clears throat> so. Then uh, uh, we're we're in uh, 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 Sheridan's house, honey, and he's hosting I have. a dinner with Rebo and Zudi. And now, now wow. I love this. This is great. Uh, so Delenn is not familiar with them uh, for some reason. She is not <laughs> familiar with apparently the two most famous people uh, that exist. Yeah, in Babylon and it's, Five, and it's like yeah. Lanier World. knows knows them. Yeah, Look, um, Lanier likes human culture, though we know this. He, yeah. he took apart. Well, he used to, uh, yeah. yeah. So anyway, he knows uh, all about credence. So uh, Zudi uses the machine to tell uh, a Minbari joke, and Delenn's laughing, and then Rebo explains how Minbari humor uh, works. Here you see, I thought this uh, was... Minbari humor is based not on physical danger or embarrassment or rejection uh-huh, like uh-huh. human humor, but rather uh-huh. on the uh, failure to obtain uh, emotional or spiritual enlightenment. Yeah, you know, it's just really great. I like it. This episode, as a big explanations head, I'm always asking shows, explain, 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 explain. explain. I thought that was that. interesting, though. I'm um, not going to lie. I, I thought I, that was I, interesting. I, I liked Mia Frohlin's laugh and reaction here. I thought it was cute. Like, I, I thought it was kind of sweet, uh, even She's, though it yeah. was like, like, I thought she did a very good job of it. And I, I liked, because you don't really see her character, like, laughing like that no. at all. No. Uh, so I thought it was kind of nice, uh, even though it that. was, yes, the, the, ex- it's, 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 it's whole, whole Rebo and Zooty thing. But I like uh, learning know. about that part because you never really hear that. And uh, I, I just like learning about them in Bari that way. I thought it was interesting. Yeah, I kind of. And I, kinda I love like Penn that. and Teller, and I am behind and their political their beliefs, a hundred percent. So, yeah. All right. So that goes without saying, of course. Um, and uh, then uh, Sheridan pulls uh, Rebo aside, and he's like, you know, kind of wanted to hear Zudi without the machine. Uh, hear his real voice 
and and yeah. Reba's like, well, no, he never drops character. The only word he's yeah. I've ever heard him say our ten years together is why. Wow, that's profound. Yeah, we had, um, we had a little, but we did have a little who's on first. Is like why what? No, no, no. The word was why. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It was. It was oh, yeah, it's like who's on first if it ended if it immediately. Sucked. <laughs> That's uh, the peak of comedy is who's on first. We all it's know who's this. on first. Uh, yeah. If it uh, was immediately like they immediately cleared it up. Yeah. yeah. Who's on first? No, no, no. You have misunderstood me. <laughs> oh, okay. Thank you. It's like a robot trying to do who's on first. It's like, See, oh, I okay. Thought, sorry. Here's what I thought the word would have been. And this, uh, this made me laugh. Mm-hmm. And he only said, ouch. Cause he dropped a, he dropped a well, yeah, I, you know, I guess humor is subjective. It's uh, <laughs> uh, the next scene. We're in Lockley's and, she turns on uh, the TV and it's every single channel is uh Rebo and Zooty marathons. Yeah. And so like, not, right. not a great night for her. Uh, then uh, uh night hits Babylon five, but uh, uh, Steve, can you explain this to me? Why do they call it the day of the dead, but it's night? Oh, you know, also, I'm glad you asked. You know that the Mars is named for the God of war. I, you know, I thought it was named after the candy company who made Mars bars. Oh yeah. Well, that's what they call people that live there. Um, yeah, of course. Anyway. Uh, so, uh, the, the chalk line lights up and it becomes, uh, the Kool-Aid zone. Um, uh, Lanier starts, uh, praying over some sort of ranger tube. Uh, uh, Londo, uh, in his quarters. Uh, reading I like that. The, the universe yeah. today newspaper. Haven't seen this in a little while. And uh, he sees the, the headline that he's emperor is way below the fold on the front page, like tiny bat, like tiny corner. And Rebo and Zudi is huge the full, wow. yeah, above the right. fold. That's right. This is like, what does this tell you about declared. the world today? Where the kids are just too, obs- the media is just too obsessed with the hilarity of Rebo and Zudi <laughs> with their hat exchange routine. They do not care. They cannot pay attention to politics zudi has an invisible fish routine (laughs) this is that people go nuts for fucked up have ever has everyone gotten in 2262 that this is what this is it's a the the gas the the gas has leaked um it's not a shot to me my parents are like oh it was so funny that cheeseburger 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 no pepsi and i'm just like what yeah Yeah. okay it's uh yeah i I mean you know, it's like, uh, like, uh, I'm Chevy Chase and you're not. And then, uh, he, he's like, uh, Gerald Ford fell down today. And yeah, people yeah, are yeah. like, you can do that, but that he's president. Well, so I'm going to be honest. It's pretty, it's pretty funny that he felt Gerald Ford fell down like a little bit one time. And then they're like, you know what? This is the only thing about Gerald this is Ford. It. The, the only thing we're ever going to do with Gerald Ford from this day forward is that he's going to fall over more. Sean, you know what? That's my kind of that's my kind of humor. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so uh, we this actually this made me chuckle. I thought this was cute. We we were then in C and C, and we see Corwin trying to do the hat okay, trick. Yeah, that was funny. <laughs> that was uh, Corwin, Corwin is trying to keep up with Rebo and <laughs> That was listen. That was cute. You can't say it wasn't cute. Good shit. It was cute. He wants to run off and try. Could I join yeah. your act? I I've been practicing my hat <laughs> trick. Uh, and then uh, yeah. uh Jakar oh enters and he's like, "Can I please sleep in C and C?" He's in his jammies. Uh, because he has like you know, his little teddy bear in his blanket. He's like, could I sleep here? You know, I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna say this about your car. 
there's got to be a million better places. (laughs) There's got to be, like, there there have to be places that you can rent. He could probably even just take a nap on a bench in the park. Like, I mean, there's a billion places. The CNC is probably, they never turn the lights off. It's probably loud. There's people walking there's around. There's people everywhere. Like there, there's nowhere. And and Corwin is like, oh yeah, of course. Yeah, sure. And uh, we later see him sleeping literally just on the ground. There's not even like a bench or a seat or something that he's falling. He just, hey, could I have a patch of ground next to you, Corwin? Yeah, completely right. insane. Uh, so then uh uh, uh we're back. I don't think Neil. I don't think Neil Gaiman understands how Babylon Five works. Clearly. anyway we're we're back in in lockley's house and she's working and then her her room uh uh gets all red and she enters the kool-aid zone she she taps on her sticker and can't get through and then uh londo is sitting with a drink and he's talking to the portrait of uh the first emperor and he's like man you you know back when you were emperor things mattered uh that that emperor looks a lot like cartagia i thought then he goes what uh you got nothing nothing to say I guess the dead do stay dead and I'm not yeah. going to turn my back even as my room turns really red and I look yeah. out the door and everything's all CGI shimmery and then we see someone behind him and what it's a beautiful gal <gasps> who's this beautiful gal it's Adira <gasps> Adira's back wow I was I was surprised I will say I was yeah, I, yeah. I thought Penn it was t- going to be the emperor and it was going to be some like Hello, Londo. Yeah, I thought it was going to be like some hokey bullshit. You have been chosen. Um, And it's like, oh, you, but didn't you want to talk to me? Oh, no. No. <laughs> oh, no. This is Denver, not just what Tell I me wanted. more about Rebo and Zooty. <laughs> oh, jeez. He's <laughs> Louise. I thought it was going to be some fucking well, look, shit. As but, soon uh, as Adira showed up, first of all, Great pull. Loved seeing Adira again. Yeah, I was, I was like, yeah. I was like, doors oh open. God. We're going to see some of our old friends again. And we are going to see Warren Keffer. We're going to see Keffer. He's going to show up. I'm going to be real with you. I did not have any. Uh, he's going to show up. I had no actual faith that they were going to Warren Keffer's going to show up and he's going to stand on the other side of the shimmer and he's going to look right at Sheridan and go, Sheridan, I need you to, to uh, apologize for what happened to me. Even with a That's different I, writer, I was like, no, JMS would not allow. He will not. He will. He will spit on Keffer's grave. He has spit on Keffer's grave many times. Well, it was nice to see Adira and Londo. Obviously, uh, has has not been shy about how much he loved this lady. Uh, yeah. So and yes, he he tells her it's like I killed the man who killed you. It didn't bring you back, and I would give up being the emperor to have you back. Then we go into Garibald's uh, quarters, and uh, he's sleeping as he always does, shirtless, a little treat for some of the viewers. And uh, then his room gets all cool lady. And uh, speaking of ladies, yeah. he hears someone in the shower. So he hops out of the bed and he has his gun out. And uh, who's in the shower but a beautiful gal? And Who was uh, once it? it- it's a sex person of season two as decided by By all three of us, by all three of us Mm -hmm. uh, consensus. It's Dodger. All right. So I, I did not expect that. Did not expect Dodger. With Adira, it's like, with Adira, it's like, absolutely. Adira for sure. Like Londo loves this lady. He talks about her all the time. I, I, we have not heard the name Dodger in two yeah. seasons. Legitimately, this was legitimately shocking. I was, I did not see this coming. I was happy. To, I was, um, I mean, look, 
I love Dodger. Yeah, I'm happy to see her. I thought two. it was I thought it was a cool choice. Uh, I was surprised. Gropos, good episode. Great Warren Keffer episode. Yeah, also. that was the Jay only Mouse. Warren Keffer. Uh, <laughs> what if Keffer appeared to Garibaldi in the uh, in the Dodger? In the, he's, in his, he's in his shower. <laughs> Dodger, hey man, thanks for letting me borrow your shower again. Here's here's the thing about Dodger. She knows she knows that she uh uh won a whole season, so she jumps right into bed. She's yep. She's like, yep, right. I'm back, yeah. and she's, yeah, like, yeah. she's I, like, I thought you'd be pleased to see me. She's like, don't you remember one of my defining characteristics when I in the one episode I appeared in? It's horny. To you. I'm yeah. horny. And uh, his... he's yep. He's like, no, you're dead, and she's like, yeah, I'm dead. I'm dead, so... but I'm still horny. I'm horny and, from the and... dead. Garibaldi's like, what is this? Some sort of uh, bester trick? And she's yeah, like, it's no, it's trick. it's it's just me. Happy yeah. Day of the Dead. Is this a, some one? Of, is this one of Bester's many horny tricks that he likes to pull <laughs> on me on occasion? It's Bester yeah, likes to jump into his mind and uh, you know show him a little, little horny bit of fun trap, and yeah. then be like, ha ha, oh ho ho. <laughs> it was not actually a beautiful game. <laughs> We're in my mind trees. That would be if that's how the episode ended with Bester walking down the hallway, being like, "Oh, so that would have been so funny." <laughs> it's like yeah. that would have been good. I, Bester's just like, "I just love fucking with you. It's so fun." Yeah. This this time it gave me absolutely no benefit. Uh, <laughs> I was just having fun. I just, just wanted to some car fun. tricks, um, yeah. car pranks. Yeah. You were you were uh, rude to me the first time we met, so I don't like you. Yeah. So now we're in Lockley's house and she sees uh, this uh, uh, young woman, uh, Zoe, coughing behind her. And she goes, Lizzie, where are where is this place? And a commercial. We we're we're back in. Yeah. And, so we have this uh, Lockley, we, we have the, for these scenes. I want to say I really I really like the lighting. It's it's kind of like a, a kind of a giallo lighting, like a sort of a, feels like I'm watching Suspiria or something. Yeah, these, these red looks lights. good. It's really cool. I, I like it a lot. It's very other. I just want to say that. Yeah, it's very neat. So, uh, and uh, we we meet this uh, young woman. Her name is Zoe. Uh, and uh, it's it's been twenty years since uh, uh, Lockley, who Zoe calls Lizzie, uh, yeah. uh, since uh, they've seen each other. And the last time she saw uh, uh, Zoe, she was dead, covered with cockroaches. That's uh from an od yeah jesus christ and, man uh after yeah, that got pretty real anyway so uh uh she's like well what happened after i died and Lockley's like well i called my mom and she sent uh my my marine dad and uh we i ended up back in the military and now i run babylon 5 and so he's like isn't wow, that cool we're in space that's cool. we're in space that's awesome <laughs> and then so he's like uh 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 Lizzie asks, you know, did you, this is always, did you do it on purpose or was it an accident? And, uh, and, and Zoe's like, oh, I, I, I don't remember. Um, do, but, uh, do you want to do, uh, drugs? Let's party. We had a great time. And Lockley's like, <laughs> well, you time know, doing drugs. You, you, you know, that the, the end result of that is that you died and we yeah. were homeless. Like it wasn't, uh, yeah, uh we, we lived a pretty shitty life actually. Yeah. And Zoe's like, yeah, but we had a good time, right? And uh, uh, Lockley is like, uh, are you a ghost? Yeah, so what's... <laughs> no, yeah, what so the, hold on, hold on a second, time out. <laughs> well, yeah, uh, uh, pause, pause. Let's figure yeah. out, let's uh, yeah. go back to the, the third of this episode that's spent trying to 
uh, yeah. discuss what's going on. Yeah. And, um, and so you're a ghost like, or I, I, I don't believe in ghosts. And also I have to pee. Uh, and then she looks at the camera and goes, do ghosts pee? The ghosts pee? And then Lockley's like, well, maybe uh, you were transported here before you died. And she's like, nope, I didn't. Nope, dead. I, I died. All right. I, died. I remembered yeah. it, too. It's pretty weird. We're uh, we're back uh, uh, at the hilarious uh, dinner of Rebo and Zudi. Sheridan gets a sticker call from Corwin. Well, let's and, talk about uh, their food real quick, Ben. You see what's on their plates? Oh, they were having. Looks, um, uh, I, I was, like, name. was this dessert? They called it. They called it Creebish, and it looked Which like I don't a believe little, that's in the cookbook, but I could take a look. Like it was like a little pink thing on. It looked like that, a little. I thought it was like a little piece of steak on some like greens. Or it something. almost it looked like it a almost steak looked, tartare or like sushi. But they cut through like it a, real quick, so it almost looked like a cake to me. Like it looked like yeah, for a second I, I thought they were being served dessert, and I was like, "Wait, what?" And I mean, it could like, have been. Oh. Who knows? So, yeah, it's hard to. Yeah, I don't I, know what creebish is. I've never yeah, heard I of have, this. I have no fucking clue. Yeah, here's your. Right, let me let me look at the Rebo table of contents Zui. here. Creebish. Uh, it would probably be under. Uh, they'd probably be like a, a Vonova thing, or not a Vonova. Uh, Delen. Let's see. Here. Oh, it's a uh, on the wiki a type of pink dessert. It was dessert. <clears throat> Um. Well, it I looked weird. Think so, I see there it this. is. Creebish. All right, Creebish. That I mean, this Creebish. came out before. Uh, this came out before the the book came out before this episode. Anyway. Um. So, uh, uh, Sheridan gets a sticker call from Corwin. Uh, part of Babylon Five is missing, and Lockley is on that part. Oh no. So now we're back with Garibald and Dodger and she's just laying in bed and uh uh she doesn't know what's going on. She doesn't know why she's here, but she yeah. knows what she wants. It's yeah. that Garibald wants dick. She fuck. wants his bod. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah, want she your wants, bod. I, yeah, I want your bod. <laughs> yeah, Give me that? that bod, she says. She yeah. wants it. Yeah. She's been in uh, you know, she's she's been there floating in heaven or hell or whatever and just thinking about yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm not. I'm not gonna lie. That sounds like hell to me. Yeah. To be trapped in eternity thinking of Garibaldi seems like hell. <laughs> well, that's like the one thing you get. Like, okay, and, here's the one thing. Yeah, hold on to this. Garibaldi's bod. And uh, of course, they have a discussion of uh, how did uh, you get here. And uh, 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 she's like, well, I don't know. The only arcane knowledge I have is... Oh, a little bit All of right, capers, those little things they put on pizzas. Pickled nasturtium buds. Uh -huh. okay. And um, any Emily Dickinson poem can be sung to the tune of the Yellow Rose of Texas. Okay. All right, yep. great. <laughs> uh, uh, thank you, uh, Dodger. That felt like, that just, that yeah. felt like okay. primo JMS shit. Well, it's it's um, it's going to be the Neil again, Gaiman line of the episode at the end of this one. Uh, I guess yeah. so. Yeah, yeah. it is. Right. Uh, then uh, we see. I think it should still be. I'm I'm going to say I still think it should be the even if it is another writer. I think it should still be the JMS line of the episode because it's still his fingerprints are all over. His this. fingerprints are all over. I, There's JMSy stuff all over. I it. think I I I I it to me it sounds like a, a writer who has not written for television writing yes. for uh yes. an yep. episode. 
I, I think eh, never where I don't remember when that was, but it's probably around here. Uh, and that was a TV, but I don't know. It feels very writerly. I, to me, it, it classic it's JMS. Neil. No, yeah. I've well, JMS wrote for TV a lot. He wrote for, uh, the twilight zone and, uh, well, yes, uh, but I, I still get Euro. very much a JMS feel from a lot of the lines and listen, wow. well, yeah, say what you will. This is a Neil Gaiman episode. I know. I'm just saying, I, I know it is. Say I'm just saying will. it then still feels saying. that way. Sure. I'm just saying what what's right there. Anyway, well, I'm I'm the host. I'm not denying I'm not denying that he wrote it. I'm just saying that that they have a JMS feel to to. That's so Sheridan uh, walks down the hall and he sees uh, the, the the smudgy CG, uh, CGI and he pulls out a I think it was a fire extinguisher yeah. at it and it bounces right back. <gasps> well, and he throws it. Yeah, that's he it. He tried. All right, now we've got Lanier. Uh, well, before that, Ben, I think it's time if we did a patented Schweppes check-in. Now, Steve, uh, what did you get up to today? This is a brand new segment. Yeah, what did you get up to today? Yeah. Brought to you by Shrubs. Today, I watched this episode of Babylon 5. Oh, that's, that's great. Did you find out anything interesting watching it? Anything, like, cool? Anything special happen? Well, I found out that in 2008, the great year, the Japanese Asahi group bought Schweppes Australia from Cadbury. Look, boy, now I'm in Australia. Now I'm in America. There it is. And it's, it's a very fun well, Schweppes we fact. That kind of crap, sir. All right, well, that's great. That is right, and I'm gonna raise the Schweppes to yeah. our friend Adam for writing yeah. such a great email. Uh, if I had a Schweppes, but I don't have any, so. <laughs> So Lanier is praying, and uh, the Giallo lighting uh, turns on. And uh, who's behind him? Yes. But it's uh, Morden reading the newspaper. Yeah, that the, light, cool. the lighting in this the... this whole thing is really cool. I thought the the whole introduction of Morden here, where he like kind of walks over to him and like it's like it's me. Yeah, Do you that... recognize my voice? And um, Lanier's like, no, we've never interacted. I uh, I was convinced it was going to be our friend Marcus Cole, but uh, it wasn't. Yeah, I'm actually, that's actually pretty surprising that it's Marcus was not one of them. Uh, I don't know if there was a, a reason for I, that. I, but, uh, if I were that, to guess that yeah. maybe this uh, script, maybe it was written before, uh, and again, this is just a guess, uh, uh, maybe this script was written uh, before uh, they knew that Ivanova, like that uh, Claudia Christian wouldn't be in this season. So maybe it would have been we would yeah. have gotten her with Marcus. We, and then you know, that you never was know. Uh, the Lockley. Uh, I mean, who knows? I don't. But I will say, it's mooched. Finally, they could have had. Finally I did. Ex- had their, yes. Uh, finally had that. Finally, what did she call it? She would boffed. Yeah, she, she was like, it. finally, I will boff Marcus. Yeah. I will de-virginize you from beyond the grave. Oh, oh, that is quite. I just. I would like to not be a virgin anymore. <laughs> but, but I know oh, so I'm dead. I'm, like. Oh, bar, oh said, father. They won't let me into heaven until my tip has been touched. Tender, I, need, yeah. <laughs> I need a tender touch on my tip. I need a tip touch, please. <laughs> but here's the thing. I was expecting oh. Marcus. But here's the thing. When you, when you have a preconceived idea in your head, you got to let it go. And yeah. when Morden showed up. Yeah, you know, I'm, I'm pretty I, happy. I was, I was, I was pretty like, happy to see Morden. I was, I was very surprised and delighted. Morden I, is a pretty cool, cool choice. Morden I, 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 was, I enjoyed cool. seeing him again. He... 
and and this is primo more he really like you could tell uh the actor was like like he gets the phone call and he's like you're fucking he's like, he's like yeah i'm back baby you're uh, back as a, as a nasty ghost and um and you make fun of the boy from lost in space oh and he yeah, yeah oh my god and uh, he's like, yeah, I'm, I'm dead. What are you going to do? You, you want to attack me? I don't give a shit. And yeah, it's like, you could judge me all you want, but my crimes were paid for. They literally yeah, murdered me. They yeah. murdered me. I'm dead. They, like, they murdered he, me and ripped my head out. Off yeah, my, and, uh, my head is is sitting uh, like on a pike on Centauri Prime. So it's like, I'm, I'm dead or like, I'm just dead, dead, dead. It's still there. I and, paid for my uh, crimes. Now I'm just gonna fuck with you. And then Lanier's like, "Well, I thought the dead were supposed to bring wisdom." And he's like, "Well, I don't have any of that shit for you, but I've got one thing to tell you. I got a little tough love for you." Delenn does not love you as you love her, and she never will. Oh my god! All right. He's like, "No, no, just fucking, no. Just, fucking just, just a kill shot immediately." Morgan well, and like, Lanier's like, "I know that," and yeah, he's Norton's like, well, like, "Yeah, but no, you but don't." Like, no, you Morton's like. I'm gonna fucking I'm making this real for you, champ. You you gotta listen. Sorry, buddy, let it go. Uh I'm gonna make the whole audience pro Morden right now. Yeah. <laughs> Morden's like I'm gonna get Morden everyone on my like, side. I'm gonna tell Lanier that he's a he's gotta get over his fucking Delen shit. What if Morden was like, I'm ending this storyline right now. It's over. All right. <laughs> we get we will never have this conversation it, again. You fucking baby. I wanted to tell you this earlier. <laughs> and so uh lanier attempts to run out and he runs into the cgi goop um and like and he, has a lot of he, can't yeah. he is so lanier so cannot stand being told uh the truth yeah that he must run away into the into the red into the goo yeah yeah uh sheridan walks into uh cnc they see uh jakar <laughs> sleeping on the hard floor and are like okay and then All um right. he's like uh asks corwin like uh uh what's going on there must be a connection uh, to that. Uh, this is the section that Lockley sold. Uh, but wait, how long is this section sold? All right, that's that. We're back in Lanier's room. Uh, mm, Morden yeah. dragged him back in. Where, uh, yeah. And uh, Morden, Morden is showing Lanier how to uh, sign up for Tinder, the space version of Tinder. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um. well, Mor Morden <laughs> is like, I saved your life and now I want some fucking coffee. Uh, and where is it? <laughs> I'm with him. Um, uh, these morning uh, folks, records. Morden Yikes. is relatable AF, and he said Morden says to Lanier, "I need to adult this morning, so I need a firmware update in the form of co of coffee, please." And then uh, uh, Morden uh, drops on Lanier. He's like, "Oh, I've got a little, I got a little secret, uh, a little secret for you." This is from the Beyond the Grave. Yeah, yeah, I got a Beyond the Grave secret for you. You will betray the the Anishak, dude. And and Lanier's <laughs> like, huh, uh, no. No. no and then uh and i uh, morden also had mentioned he's like why isn't sheridan here he died and lanier's like no he didn't yeah and he's and like then, oh oh well too bad who fucking cares <laughs> yeah <laughs> like and lanier and thinks then, he's got him on that and he's like oh i don't fucking care whatever who gives yeah. a shit and then uh and then we get a a, a little bit more of uh explanation here Lanier says, well, at least now I know that there's life after death. And Morton's like, not really. <laughs> Lanier's like, oh, yeah, he's just like, maybe, I don't know. It's, yeah. I, the, 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 the energy that, uh, uh, that he gives this uh, performance, really, it, yeah. it's very, very fun. Um, oh, and yeah, then he's, uh, he's uh, Morton uh, picks up his newspaper 
and uh, we get a good look at the front page of Rebo. Uh, with Zudi. Uh, Rebo yes. and Zudi. And it's, it's very huge. funny because the photo of them is clearly just uh, like a, a press <laughs> a photo of photo, Penn yeah. and Teller. It's not even, yeah. they didn't even attempt they to didn't put like, a hat on them yeah. or whatever. Like, it's just a, they didn't a have photo time for of a, a quick photo shoot, apparently. Of course uh, not. Yeah. It's like, oh shit. Uh, like, the prop department just called their agent and was like, can you just send us, like, the Penn and Teller photo, please? Uh, then it's, um, it's like it's funny that Morton's like I am from beyond life. I am here in your ha- little house. I can give you a bunch of info. And Lanier's like, no. And he goes, okay, all right, your loss. He doesn't. So, he's just so mad. So now we've got uh, Lizzie and Zoe, and uh, like you know, uh, Lockley Lizzie is uh, trying to to call C and C. And uh, and Zoe's like, we're we're on the Brakiri homeworld. Uh, it, this is up. something interesting. The the dead people that returned kind of half know the rules. Yeah, like they some of them know and some of them don't. And some are like like Dodger is like, I don't know shit. And then yeah. Zoe, who doesn't know that she's in space, does know that she's on the Brakiri homeworld. Like yeah, look, it's a mystery. Yeah, it's, let's it's just leave it at that. It's all over the place. Uh, anyway, yeah. so Lizzie uh, uh, looks uh, on the computer and she's like, I'm going to solve this. Uh, and a uh, uh, big reveal. Her password is Zoe's dead. That's, uh, that's yeah. brutal. It's grim. That's a grim password to say every day. Uh, so now we have uh, Garibald and uh, Dodger laying next to each other in bed. Mm-hmm. And uh, uh, Dodger's like, did you ever tell uh, your beautiful new girlfriend, uh, Lise, uh, about us? And Garibald correctly says, we, what, you, what you know us? that we <laughs> were like a afternoon stand, not yeah. even a one night stand. And I don't even think we hooked up. I think I got, I was, I got scared. Uh, <laughs> I got scared at how, how horny you were and I couldn't do it. And then, and then Garibald uh goes in for the kiss but uh lockley uh gives him a call god damn, god damn Do- it, dodger flips and salutes lockley because <laughs> you know lockley's a superior hey, officer in Earth. yeah once support. a soldier always a soldier and lockley's like uh garibald can you please hack the comm system so we can call babylon 5 yeah i really gotta talk to corin about yeah. this yeah i, I got it or call can i just Corwin. sit here and watch you and uh and uh, uh dodger have a little fun I want to see Did how Corwin's hat tricks are doing. <laughs> so Londo oh, and Adira, uh, they fortunately, they're very straightforwardly in Afterglow. Uh, they've they spent, have boinked. They have, yeah, this is uh, post-coital. They've boffed. Yeah, they've uh, boffed. And Adira wants to, to boff again. And Londo's <laughs> like, again? Huh, you make me feel young. And she's like, you make me feel alive. <laughs> <laughs> and uh then they they get a a call from lockley that's to everyone uh and she's like uh, attention we're trying to solve this space yeah, something mystery. weird is happening yeah and yeah, yeah. he's like tv off i don't give a shit i only care about getting all six of my peppers wet yes and let's why didn't come, we see the tentacles here come uh, the we, peppers i wanted to see all of them flinging and flying i was very upset not to see it and uh, Adira is like, you know, uh, she is right. Uh, uh, some of the rules that I do know for some reason uh, are that this will go away soon and you will soon be the emperor. Uh, I'm just a dream. 
And in the morning, oh, okay. I'll be gone, and uh, you'll soon be Tomorrow, sure. I'll be gone, staying. Yeah, no, no, no. Nah, yeah they, they do. This was 1998. This would That would have been on the charts, folks. Eagle Eye Cherries, save tonight. Why, why and, didn't they uh, play it in this episode? I don't understand. Soon the Centauri, you know, Banging. everyone will know you, but none of them will know you. As I know, none of them. Have I know, I know. You're so I do want to say, uh, I just realized something. This ties into something we've talked about before. This episode came out would have been, a, it would have been a year after Austin Powers was released <laughs> in theaters. Uh huh. So we yeah. are in a Mike. We are in an Austin Powers universe here. Yeah. What when? Well, they, they the remember they and... they did all see the 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 preview screening and they were yeah, all yeah, like. Of course. Just kind of running, running around. And- yeah. Oh, behave. Everyone was getting yeah. ready for the spy who shagged me. Everyone was so excited for it. There's going to be a sequel. Yeah. I heard fat, ba- this character, fat bastard is going to be there. <laughs> yeah. And a smaller That's- version of Dr. Evil. Are you kidding me? So uh, now Ga- wild. Garibald is, uh, he's doing hacking, which is just uh, hooking wires together. And yeah. Uh, yeah. Dodger is looking on and she's like, please fuck me, fuck me. <laughs> Fuck me. Come on, I'm ready to fuck. <laughs> fuck me, I'm fuck only, me. Please. She's like, I, I've been, I'm only going to be alive for a little, come on. Let me at least fuck see me, your pop on. Let me at least see it. Fuck me. Let's get that pepper me. ready. Can you at least wag it around for me? And, and he's just too, <laughs> typical man. He's just interested in his toys, you know? Ugh, yeah. Typical man. Ugh. Typical yeah. man. No just like, try- Fuck me. Come on, Garibaldi. Okay. Let's have sex. Uh, <laughs> no pig. <laughs> Toilet flush. Yeah, no. yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Lockley gave him half an hour to do this. Listen, he did it he's, in he's, he's still dedicated to lease. Okay. There, there we go. Uh, <laughs> that was. Uh, that was so, a rough toilet. <laughs> Fuck me, fuck me, fuck me. And um Fuck me, fuck me. And then she's like, I'm only gonna be here for another hour because uh, I I've uh, someone wh- whispered to me off screen what the rules are. What the rules We've are got yeah, yeah. <coughs> now this is my favorite scene in the episode. It's Rebo and Zudi talking I... with Glenn. And <laughs> and this is important because you know, the three of us, we you know, we're we're not professionals, uh, but we've dabbled in doing uh, comedy on a stage. And, uh, you know, thank God, you know, this episode, like th- this episode this is something to, to say oh, about man. how important oh, comedy Jesus. is and this what fucking it means. Scene. And this is all so important. I agree. I'm, I'm with the one. This is, this whole scene is so like. This was, yeah, I, we'll, we'll get to it I, a little bit later. I, but like, I, I what wanna, the fuck was this? They, they're, they're talk about, they talk about well, Rebo and getting, Zooty. We're getting there, holy. We'll get there, we'll get there, yeah. Oh, for so, so, uh, you know, uh, Rebo says to Delenn, you know. Uh, you know, we're seeing you work so hard uh, on this crisis, yeah. which Delenn isn't. She's not she's doing not. She's, shit. She's just sitting around. She's having dinner with them. It's Sheridan that leaves, and I, Sheridan yeah, does nothing. Yeah. Like, Sheridan what? just waits, yeah. and later he gets a phone call, and then, uh, yeah. uh, spoiler alert, alert, nothing that they do nothing in this happens. episode yeah. affects the outcome of this episode. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, it's just, like, I, I really love these. There's been a lot of these scenes in this season with just characters, characters coming in and just complimenting the main We cast. love how how incredible you are Sheridan. You're so <laughs> proactive. You went down there and you threw a fire extinguisher at something. <laughs> I just love how hard you're working at this. You threw a thing and got upset and walked away. Yeah. And so pay you a hero's wage. So, so Sheridan <laughs> enters and Delenn breaks the bad news. John, Rebo and Zuti are telling me they plan to give up comedy for <laughs> politics. No, no I, I, I want to no! replay this. All right. All right. No! Pay attention. Pay attention to how Mir Furlan 
the disdain she says politics looks just yeah, that's, that's all yeah. John Reba and Zuti are telling me they plan to give up comedy for politics Ugh, politics yeah and we Ugh. know how, how John feels about politics but their and, and, their humor knows no boundaries. And, and but, Sheridan, Sheridan tells them that they have jester's privilege. <laughs> they speak truth to power, like they, John Stewart, what, like John Stewart. I when I need to know because he was like he says that they had like some program or something. It was like, it was think, he says that when Clark was in charge, they were yeah. the only people. It was yes. like John Stewart they spoke, when they're talking they about it as if they were the fucking Smothers Brothers. <laughs> like 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 that's what he's basically saying is that like they are the they are the babylon 5 version of the smothers brothers now where it's now, like yeah i know we do a Sean, bunch of stupid are. bullshit but like we also uh well, we are critical Sean, of the they are it's like, when the have they brothers. we haven't seen them do anything like that yet at oh, all rebo rebo you know drops uh some real truth here he says uh, this the real this comedy is... all happens in the senate they do they do one idiotic thing <laughs> after another but uh, people listen because they say it Seriously, that's right. Yeah. The real yeah, clowns are in Congress. Real, yeah, the real, real clowns. The real clowns. He really does the what uh, the 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 don't yeah, praise the it. machine. What about those clowns in Congress? Like what a bunch clowns of clowns! Congress did it again. <laughs> what a bunch of clowns! <laughs> yeah, it's literally. It's literally. That. Oh my god! What's the opposite of uh, Congress? Uh, what yeah. is it? It's Congress. Oh, yeah. that's like and, it's uh, Rebo and Zudi speaking Re- truth of power here. Rebo wow. is this like is wild. Rebo is like, listen, you know, comedians don't matter, and Sheridan's like, politics exists to create the freedom. <laughs> so to people laugh. can laugh with Rebo and Zudi. So basically, and- what Sheridan is is like, everything I do in my career is for the sake of Rebo and Zudi. So we can, of course, it is have of the freedom is, to enjoy them. their hat tricks. So uh, then uh, Sheridan gets another sticker call. It's from Lockley. What? Uh, she or, uh, she gets on the TV and she's in her quarters, but like... also on the Brakiri homeworld. Uh, don't worry. This will all sort itself out by sunrise. Uh, we'll talk about it tomorrow. Yeah. Essentially, she's just like, don't worry. <laughs> it doesn't, we, it doesn't we matter. Got, uh... we, we can't do anything anyway. It'll be over soon. We just wasted everyone's time. Thanks. We are completely at their mercy. Here's what I'll say. Let's just wait. The thread here of them quitting showbiz, I don't think was handled. It's like, did they, like, <laughs> was Sheridan successful in saying, no, you should. I don't know. It's don't never, know. it's not clarified. They don't, I don't, they don't talk about it at the end. We know but. all these rules for these horny ghosts, but we don't know if Rebo and Zudi yeah. have given up the Rebo and Zudi arc is, is left hanging uh, in the air. And it's, <clears throat> I need so to know. Back. So we're back uh, with Morden and Lanier. Lanier is meditating, and Morden's like, "Time's nearly up." And then Morden uh, gives a, another uh, it dedicates. But fortunately, this actor is able to handle this very well. He's like, "Yeah, just think of me as a, a brief electromagnetic anomaly that totally improves." And then he yeah. vanishes and drops the newspaper. <laughs> He's like, "Yeah, get over yep. it, you dumb motherfucker." Yeah. Now, uh, then we have Garibald and Dodger uh, laying in bed, and. Uh, She's uh, singing, I guess, an Emily Dickinson poem to the Yellow Rose of Texas. Yes, I believe uh, that's... Garibaldi also knows one? Everyone knows it. Of course we could all just pull out an Emily Dickinson poem. Who doesn't love singing Emily Dickinson? 
poems to the yellow rose of texas this is what everyone now, does in their spare time then uh, dodger gets this expression on uh her face you know yeah, time must be running out deadly, yeah deadly serious. and uh garibald is like you know i was raised as a good catholic boy as 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 we're at least steve and i and yep. uh sean goes, one day maybe uh one day we'll meet mm-hmm. in heaven and she's like no nah, no i don't think so <laughs> <laughs> yeah you had yeah, your chance to you had your chance to bone me. You didn't. You didn't, didn't give it up. I'm getting the fuck we out say, of here. We, we sang Yellow Rose of Texas. Fuck I'm you. Out of here. This sucks. I guess we <laughs> said poems together, which is very romantic to JMS. I was trying to and, no strings uh, apparently no You said no. What the fuck was the point of all this shit? I'm getting out of here. Fuck then, you. Then uh, we're back with uh, Lizzie and Zoe. And uh, Zoe's like, "Who's Sheridan?" And it's like, "I'm. Don't worry about it." Well, we get. We hear. <laughs> That she has just delivered a message for Sheridan. We don't hear the oh, message. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. She's like, she's oh, like, yeah, I okay, have tell a... this to Sheridan, okay? And it's like, okay. Yeah. I have a, a friend in heaven. Um, <laughs> uh, and uh, well, we find uh, out later. He's a real freak, and he whispered something to me. And uh, then Zoe's like, well, did you ever get married? And uh, uh, Lizzie is like, yeah, I did to him. It didn't work. Yeah. We didn't have kids. Zoe's yeah, don't like, worry. I would have not procreate. Uh, uh, I would have, I would have wanted kids, and then, and then Zoe, and this is where, uh, uh, content warning, uh, again here, Zoe then admits, uh, that yeah, like, uh, she, she, uh, she killed herself, and don't hate me, and then she vanishes. And I thought back. that was, you know, I thought that was handled pretty well because it was, it was just like. It was rough. It was uh It was yeah, rough, but she I was felt, like I, I didn't that. I felt that. She couldn't yeah. ha- like the way that she phrased it I thought was very thoughtful. Like that could have been uh a very clumsy scene. I didn't think it was. I of all I the things all the, that the, were handled uh, very strangely in this good. episode, I thought that this plot was handled well. Like honestly, I I liked I yeah. all the stuff with Lockley and and Zoe I, I liked a lot. The this is kind of a tradition now for the show. A new character meets a character from their past that kind of like you know we did this yes. with Sheridan when he first came on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and yeah. it's like to discuss a, a very tragic death in their past. And uh, the I I don't think it's ever really this trick always works apparently. Yeah, like, they always do this it well. show they they handle it, it well on this show. Uh, and it's like maybe on other shows maybe not. Uh, and listen, we're surrounded with a lot of weird bullshit in this one. So it's like they gotta, they gotta. For this, they're just like, you know what? No, we're not gonna fuck around with this one. We'll, we'll focus up. <clears throat> and then, uh, and then she vanish, uh, vanishes. Um, and uh, uh, we're out of that. And uh, we're having a walk and talk with Sheridan. Luckily, behind them are Bakiri cleaning up all the chalk and all the the Day of the Dead stuff. But you know, uh, Sean, did you know this? Actually, the it's kind of a misnomer. It takes place during night. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Anyway, uh, Sheridan's like, well, what happened? And Lockley's like, well, I, I, I'd rather not talk about it. And uh, Sheridan's like, it was oh, very oh. personal. Yeah, I, I like how she's personal. like, it was very personal. And he's like, geez, everyone says it was personal. I guess I, I want to know personal. what happened. <laughs> and she's like, for real though, I, I kind of don't want to talk about it. Yeah. Like, it's like, actually it was very <laughs> I bad know. and Sheridan's like, no, tell me. me now. Everyone says it's <laughs> Share me like, everything that happened. He's like, why did why does Wando <laughs> stink of sex, and why does Garibald stink of not no sex? S- no sex? <laughs> and what's that? Was that Warren Kefir saw real why quick is before Lanier, he disappeared? Why is Lanier crying? 
Why is Lanier crying and he keeps asking me to join Space Tinder and give him tips on his profile? What, what what's going on? And then um and then Lock Lockley is like, here we go. Are you ready for this? She's like, uh uh you know what maybe happened is uh maybe the the the, the eggheads back on Earth think that maybe there was a device, maybe there was gas, maybe there were telepaths. Yeah. But uh, no one got hurt, and it was temporary, so we'll never revisit so, the space mystery. Yep. Yeah. Uh, I love mysteries. Goes, Speaking uh, of mysteries, I received uh, oh from my, my uh, from someone a message from someone. Uh, you know, you now we know who would have visited uh, Sheridan. Oh my god! But uh, he wasn't on the right side of God. <sighs> uh, damn line. it! Why didn't they do this? God Here's, damn it! Here it is. What we could have had. Here it is. Oh, and uh, speaking of mysteries. I have a message for you. It's from someone named Kosh. You ever oh hear this God. Kosh guy? Yeah. I left out of my chair when this happened. God, no. I literally, I am not kidding. I my I stopped so, breathing. I so was JMS, just like, <gasps> like JMS did Kosh. write this. He did write the Kosh line. Very specifically, he wrote this. Yeah. Okay. Um Yeah, that, was, that makes sense. When the long night comes, return to the end at the beginning. All right. Oh my and then God. Uh, yeah, that's, looks that's very Koshy. Oh, yeah, my like, god. Oh, wow. oh my god oh my god i mean i could, I could have seen Kosh my heart night. stopped i was just like oh my god Ka like it did make me a little upset it's like sheridan could have been with kosh it could have had but, uh, we could now, have had a we could have had a canon koshidan scene folks we could have had they could have I had a night gonna, of love together i guess uh, we're gonna need a uh non-canonical koshidan scene written by if, you the listeners what Send if this show email. ended folks what if this show ended with kosh somehow returns takes finally takes sheridan romantically that we've all been waiting for and that opens delenna up to finally open her heart to Lanier, and they will get married and then sheridan and kosh get married and you know what they do a little swapsies once in a while with the land and uh, uh and and Lanier, so they have a little fun together. Well, it's it's uh, like imagine, uh, imagine caution Lanier. That might be a little bit of fun. It's like the 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 former mayor of New York, Bill De Blasio, opening up his marriage. Um, <laughs> Wait, of did course, that, did that happen? Did that happen? That was front page news on the New York I, Times. I mean, no, that that like happened in our in our space like two weeks ago. Uh, it's now like very old. Oh, news. Two wait, that uh, happened recently. That oh happened recently. God. They announced <laughs> that they are, uh, are separating, <laughs> but living in the same house and like staying wow. together and not divorced. I'm just, I'm just uh, glad that I know now. that. I'm just, that's, wow. that's, that's great to know. Good. That was the plot of a, a silent movie I saw yesterday at the Museum of Science and Industry. Wow, wow. that's incredible, folks. Well, there it is. It's incredible. Uh, so now Jakar stops Lizzie. I mean Lockley. <laughs> And uh, uh, she's like, all right, fine, Jakar. Tell me uh, you told me so. And he's like, no. Everybody that yeah, saw the dead wrong. were at peace. I wish I saw someone dead. Like, uh, I don't know. Uh, someone Cartagia. Cool. Uh, yeah, that would have been great for him. That uh, Cartagia shows up and is like, now you get to beat my ass. Yeah, that would have been actually pretty sweet. Uh, then, all right. Nato I think is alive, I think. With uh, Rebo and Zuni. No, he that, he loves them. And then uh, this, is oh, man. this is what I'm saying. I don't Wanda. know what happened. This storyline is just left open. <laughs> and like, I don't want to complain about something that I like I want and the show doesn't give me. But at the same time, it's like there there's no beginning, middle end here. Like what happened? <laughs> they when just Rebo show up. Steve, they just show up. They do some incredible <laughs> comedy and then they leave. 
So they do Zudi, their Steve. I don't know what else you want. They do their hat exchange that. routine. <laughs> this they is, do the invisible fish routine, and everyone's laughing. This is uh, we get oh, the boy. end of Lost in translation. Oh uh, yes, where, we do. Uh, yes. Zudi whispers. Uh, well, actually, no, it's not the end because we playing, we, we, uh, do, we do find the, out. Yeah, yeah, what, the yeah. Jesus so and Mary chain uh, is playing just like Honey by Jesus and Mary chain is playing. Uh, and uh, yes, we get the Lost in translation. So uh, uh, Zudi whispers something to Sheridan, but, you know, we, we don't hear uh, Teller's beautiful voice. I saw you J- across the room, and I really like your vibe. <laughs> Jakar runs Help up me, and he get, says, get me out of here. Uh, uh, what did he say? And uh, Sheridan says, because it tells me to. That's right. Zudi is under control of the machine, voiced by yeah. Harlan Ellison, the yes. evil little Grinch. Yep. The re- I evil realized, Gremlin. yeah. Yeah, Harlan Ellison is just screaming, "Pay me, pay me, pay me, pay me! Don't work without being paid." I mean, there's nothing wrong with that, but yeah, yeah, Jesus Christ, this episode. Uh, And uh, that is the end of the Day of the Dead. I have talked. I have talked. So I'm gonna uh, throw it to Sean. What did uh, you think of? I have to be the first one among all of us to parse this episode. Okay, this episode the is Day of the Dead, but it does take place mostly it does, night. It takes place at night. So Damn. please just don't get confused. Um, folks, this is a one-of-a-kind episode. Um, I, I, I can't... Okay, let me say what, what I really enjoyed. I honestly really... I really liked all of the, the actual Day of the Dead stuff when the, when the, when the ghosts came in, when, when everyone was in their rooms and it did the 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 jalo lighting and all these people showed up i thought that was handled really well i thought it was really cool and kind of like spooky uh i thought the stuff with uh lockley especially was when zoe was 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 great i really really liked that i liked their acting in that i thought it kind of gave her character a little bit more depth it was handled very well considering the subject matter um the it was great to see morden again that was really fun uh and uh, dodger again who i did not expect to see at all so that was fun and adira adira didn't have quite as much to do but um that was all fun i really really liked that i thought it was really interesting and that, that was not the direction i expected this episode to go in just considering the tone of it um outside of it this is a really fucking weird episode i i can't even like i can't call it like bad bad it's it's not like a fucking uh, grail to me it's just so strange like it's just the whole tone of it is just so weird i i i'm still like it's it's i don't know what to really say in a in a weird way i mean i would not call this a, a favorite episode but i i this is this is there has not been another episode quite like this one and i i, I appreciate that season five I appreciate that this episode exists, if that makes sense. It's so fucking weird. <laughs> and, like dark placey in little moments and all that. Uh, uh, but I've, I, I kind of appreciate that, that, I, that it exists. It's, it's hard to explain that this feeling I have. Uh, uh, a a deeply complicated response yeah i do yeah i don't know what else to say about this a thumb in the middle just an open palm i don't know thumb uh, there is no thumb i I don't even know what what is what is even awake right now yeah i don't yeah i i I questioned several times while watching this if i was awake if i was alive or dead so that (laughs) i don't take that as the my my answer wow okay steve uh 
it's just such a weird episode. (laughs) It has very big season one energy where it's just like, something fucking weird is happening. And I love those stuff, those episodes usually. And there's a lot to love in this episode. I thought, um, it's just like, it hit you right away. Like it's like getting hit in the face. It's like, it's Penn and fucking Teller. Written by Neil Gaiman, like it's it all just hits you, and it's like I don't know what the fuck is happening on the show anymore. Um, I, I like I just think it, it it's so close to being something really special, and I think it's almost there in some ways. Uh, I the the fact that they spend so much time trying to fix a problem that can't be fixed was a little boring. And like all the, they get lost in the details and it's just like, why not just have a weird show where everyone gets visited by a ghost? Like, why did we have this whole, we have to patch through the comm system stuff? I don't know. Like, it was just like, at the end of the episode, they go, oh, who knows what it was? It was just a mystery. (laughs) The end. And it's like, okay, then have it just be a mystery episode. Uh, I I thought it was fine. Like, like, it's kind of what Sean's saying. It's like, it's just a weird episode I ultimately liked it. I enjoyed it. I liked watching it. I am going to give it a firm thumbs up, but I, at the same time, I, it is a bit of a mess. Yeah, I, I can't, uh, I want to clarify. I do not, uh, my response to this episode is not negative. I do, yeah, I like, yeah, like whatever yeah. it was, it is, I'd say more on the positive than negative. That's just a clarify. I thought uh, Morton showing up was very inspired. I enjoyed seeing Adira. I was shocked to see Dodger. Um, and that cosh line at the end was fun. And oh, yeah, uh, yes. I, I do kind of wish they wrapped up the Rebo and Zooty thing. I don't, uh, I just think they forgot. I, I don't think that was a cliffhanger. I think they just simply forgot. Um, but it was, I guess it was good to see Penn and Teller. Uh, so thumbs up for me, but a very like thumbs up question mark from, for me. Uh, yeah, you know, I'm going to, I'm going to stand with you. I think. I liked it a little less uh, than than uh, uh, you two. This, like, I think I would have enjoyed this episode a little bit more if we didn't have Repo and Zudi. And it yeah, what did spent- they bring to this? Like, what did they bring to this episode? <laughs> they brought, I don't know what to tell you. They brought humor. <laughs> you need a little humor. They did their. They exchanged hats. <laughs> they didn't know they who had Zooty, the right Zooty, hat Zooty. on. And said, zooty, zoot, zoot. What else do you need? And it's also established firmly, a uh, very important Babylon 5 world building, that they are, they have taken over entertainment. All of, ch- every channel Rebo and Zooty is on. They have taken, they have a, a media conglomerate uh, that is the only humor that exists in Babylon 5. Yeah, I think with it, I think Ben's right though. No Rebo, no Zooty. Yeah. I like I liked all of the dead scenes. We don't and all, yeah. not only yeah. that, but it's like if the Rebo and Zudi thing is like a uh uh like if it's it's a like oh well we need like a B plot. The B plot is is that we have three plots. Like we don't need to worry about like either, oh yeah. there's something to cut away on on Babylon 5. It just like I'd rather just spend more time with Morden and Adira and Dodger. Yeah, yes. like yeah, I, I agree. Yeah, or, or Zoe. And it's it's just like I'd rather spend more time with them. This Rebo. I mean, it writes itself. It writes itself. Like A plot, people in the zone. B plot, people outside of the zone. Done. But but, but we then, don't need the people. But then we wouldn't I'm get saying. the commentary the about uh, those clowns in Congress. Like we we wouldn't. We needed. <laughs> The real jokes are in the Senate. They're all the biggest comedians. Oh my god. 
I'm here's what I'm sure they just had Penn and Teller and they were like, Penn and Teller could do two weeks in July. Uh okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Anyway. Here's here's an interesting thing. So I was very confused, and I I we even had to reschedule an an, an episode, uh, and I'm only discovering now checking the the notes for this. So the episode, so this broadcast after Secrets of the Soul on TNT, and we've mm-hmm. been following broadcast order anyway, uh, generally, but um the like, but on the the workers guide because it was shot later, I guess. This is after like a later episode. So mm-hmm. if you're listening to this and you're like, why did they do the Day of the Dead too early? Listen, I don't know. This is very confusing. And here's the thing: it doesn't really impact the the plot of the season at all. That's probably why. Well, it's it also just was I was kind of a floating that, that it was yeah. that, that it was at night uh, and it's called Day of. Oh, the Dead. that must have been why it's. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. That was confusing, but thankfully they explained. They explained um, it. Yeah. Uh. uh so. Uh, <sighs> And and I think where we have it, like our uh, where we've been watching uh, the the episodes, it had this one next, and and I yeah. and I follow what we uh, the the order that it is. Yeah, it's <laughs> confusing. The, whatever. On the thing. Oh, Who cares? Boy. This episode could have been in the middle of season one. I don't know. Anyway, uh, Steve, anything else? Yeah. Well, we have a number of things to do here, uh, and the first thing that we're gonna do here. The first thing that we're going to do. What is the Neil Gaiman line of the episode? Oh, there's a lot of weird shit in this episode. Uh, Like. I'm going like, to say the Clowns in Congress. Easy, yeah. uh, clowns line. in Congress is what I wrote. It, 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 Neil Gaiman slash JMS. It's very much in the spirit of a JMS line. Uh, it's just real comedians or the senators. I I think about if I think about Neil Gaiman, I think of like his urban, like his his fantasy stuff. And this this has mm-hmm. that like he's very kind of like, oh, a fantastical thing, uh, which yeah. is why. And so, yes. Like I don't know, like just a lot of the 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 talk about like I also was just kind of thinking of the like the Emily Dickinson Yellow Rose of Texas. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, yeah, very. That's so. That's yeah. Even for 1998, that's like that. That feels fucking ancient. I mean, it's very Babylon Fivey. It is. Yes, it's very JMSy. Yeah. That's 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 so it's all. It's all in that spirit. And I, I've read a couple Neil Gaiman things, uh, but I do not know him, his stuff well enough to be like, oh, that's that's very JMS. I'm the, I'm very the same Neil boat. Gaiman. Yes. Um, yeah. I, like, I don't know his, his voice. Uh, all right. Uh, all right, Steve? well, that, I, I, we can't really settle on one thing here. There's, there's a bunch. There's too many wacky lines this episode, but we do need to be unanimous here. Who was? We don't the... have to be unanimous. We just have to have two. We weren't unanimous yeah, yes, last that... week. <laughs> no, we weren't. Yeah. Well, that was That's unfortunate. Well, well, That's... There was a defect won. in the last uh, episode. Sean, we won. Yeah. Yeah, we won. Yeah, feels good. Feels good. Oh, it felt, we won. I, we don't I, have felt, to be it unanimous. Felt, it felt great. It felt That's great. That's true. But Ben, sorry, we do need two out of three. Um, who was the Jeffrey Sinclair, aka Valen, sex person of the episode?
this is very tough because they're this is the horn like this is a lot of horny a lot of horny people to me actually i think this one is to me fairly simple i i I would definitely say it's it's dodger i i I think it's dodger and not adira who who definitively adira and londo actually fuck that's true but but dodger is like the most to me living that life you know to me dodger is the most is the horniest like to me dodger is, is has the most I'll, I'll, I'll agree with that i and as I a previous I, as a previous champion uh uh coming back to her to her chosen field here i feel like she put on a a, a good performance uh she's been in retirement for a while and the sex person uh uh you know after the, her sex person championship but i think she came back here and showed us a showed us a hell of a, a fight here just remember uh, well you know what i was gonna give it to adira because she like ben said actually boned but yeah, I think it's easier to bone someone who wants to bone yeah. than well, she, to try to bone someone who is not. And you do have it, to be and very. And, right you, and it was Garibaldi. Yeah. Like, it's like you have to be on a, on a freak. Now that you could knock her down a peg, I guess, because she's targeting Garibaldi. But well, we, nevertheless, I still think she has the most look, if, horny power. If you're alive again for a night, uh, a, a night, a.k.a. a day. Yeah. Um, you're gonna wanna you're gonna wanna bone. And she's like, yeah. I'm here, let's do it. But I would get I would give Adira an honorable mention and also I would give Kosh an honorable mention. Kosh <laughs> an honorable mention. Because uh he came back from a very long way to uh give his boyfriend uh one last message. All right. I wonder I wonder who Byron saw. Byron that wasn't in the, the section. I wonder maybe why he was, was it it'd be great, but yeah, Byron was there and he saw Soul Man. <laughs> All right, well, that's well, that. Congratulations. Well, <laughs> this is my fanfic I'm going to write now. Oh, hello. Yeah. Muffled, muffled now. Muffled. Oh, oh. Uh, I do want to congratulate Dodger. Well, uh, you know, you're yeah. batting 100 every the single only, episode. I think the only character, on. uh, let me see. Like, I was going to say the only character. Like to, is, she, is she the first one to win from beyond the grave? Is 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 like the dead character Probably. who won who won the because that's that's guy that's pretty tough. No, well, it depends on right? whether or not you think Sinclair died. Um, Sinclair would be the other one. Or well, what about to... Sheridan? Sheridan died technically. Sheridan died. Yeah, that's yeah. Techni- techni- technicality. That's not quite the same. He's still Shadow. He, he, Shadow Franklin his, won in season his... four, and he never existed at all. That's true. That's true. I don't know. You know, uh, a lot, a lot to think about. A lot to think. Anna about. Sheridan won. Anna's shell won. Oh yeah, That's, Anna's oh, shell. Oh, you're right. Yeah, no, okay. Anna's all right. Shell, yeah, okay. Yeah. All right. Well, you got me on. You got me on. All right. Fine. Fine. I mean, I, I'm the keeper of the list, so I know all of this, all of this, and all of our listeners do too. Whenever we announce the sex person, they write it down in a little notebook. Um, and that's how they, uh, they. Uh, have fun with us here. So, Ben, what is the next episode? Uh, episode one hundred and six of this show. I, I, episode I want nine to, of season five. I, I, I do want to uh, because now I'm looking at the the lurkers guide to get the name of the episode next episode. But I do want to read. This is JMS talking about how much he had to do with writing this episode. Quote: right. uh, The question is, how much do you have to get involved with outside scripts? Which I mean, that's an interesting question for a show yeah. that hasn't had outside scripts for over two years yeah um he says it varies i get involved to different degrees with different different writers with neil it was more what did you want to write 
And uh, he noodled around with some ideas, ran one uh, past me that he liked. I liked it. He asked for a truckload of scripts for reference, picked the characters he wanted to use, researched wow. them. We talked on phone and via email a number of times as he refined his ideas further and then wrote the script. I tucked and nipped a little here and there, but pretty much left it alone. Wow. So there you wow. go. There you um, go. But really anyway, to answer your question, uh, uh, Steve, what is the next episode? It is called In the Kingdom of the Blind. In the Kingdom of Kefir. Yeah, they, yes. actually, Kefir, Kefir gets a whole episode. Finally. Wonderful. We've all been Finally. waiting for this. Well, that's going to be a fun one in the Kingdom of the Blind. Well, can't wait to watch that and talk about it with the Babylon boys. It's going to be a great time. And, uh, well, that about does it here on the Last Best Babylon 5 podcast. If you had a good time today, and how could you not? We talked about Dodger and Lanier and the rest. If you had a good time, <laughs> leave us a five-star review on your podcatcher of choice if we catch it. We'll read it on the hit, on this program. Now, if you leave us anything lower than a five star review, we're gonna read it on the toilet, and you don't want that. We're gonna flush it down. It's gonna be it's gonna be a mess. And tell your friends about us. Say, hey, these three Babylon boys—they're having a good time. Why don't you join us? Become part of the team of wanderers who wanders through the galaxy. Uh, what else? Uh, the social maybe. I don't know who's going on with Twitter, but uh, last best B5 on Twitter and Instagram. Yeah, I don't uh, we'll have Twitter... to that much. I'm sorry. We'll, twi- well, I mean, it's, we'll, it's, will Twitter be around? It's will Twitter be around by the time this episode will, It will up? be there. It'll, it'll, who knows? Be yeah, it will be there. It'll be clunky and falling apart. It doesn't work uh, very well. Yeah. What else is new? Will we, be, will we be on Blue Sky? Will we be on Threads? Stick around. No, probably we'll not going to be on Threads. Probably, probably not, not Threads. Please not Threads. <laughs> Not gonna. You can also send us an email at lastbestb5 at gmail.com. Like our friend Adam did. Thank you again, Adam, who is now an honorary Babylon boy. But much like the Day of the Dead, uh, which is actually a night, this night is over. Uh, you are no longer a Babylon boy. Sorry. But I hope you had fun for the last hour and a half that you were. Uh, but we appreciate everyone pressing play today. Thank you so much. And that's that for the Last Best Babylon 5 podcast. Thank you. <clears throat> Thank you, Neil Gaiman. Thank you, Rebo and Zooty. <laughs> Thank you, comedy. Thank you to all the comedians out there for making us laugh. Time's Thank you time. to all the clowns in Congress. I appreciate the jester's privilege. <laughs>